Hello there. <laughs> uh, this is the Park Rush Podcast. I'm Tom. <laughs> Joining me as ever is Josh. Hello there. Hello there. How's it going? Very good. Excellent stuff. We've been talking about Star Wars oh, for a very long time. Far too long. And really, we should have just started this podcast as soon as we entered the room yep. to avoid diving down the deep, deep rabbit hole that we have only just dragged ourselves out from it's like spent 40 minutes doing that yeah speaking about being trapped down rabbit holes Uh oh i'd just like to uh point out if i appear tired during the episode today i was kept up throughout the night by what i'm pretty sure is a pigeon trapped down the chimney oh and the chimney shaft rubs up right against the wall at which my pillow is in my bed ouch so i just started to hear this sort of scratching around in the middle of the night, it scared the hell out of me, and it just has continued throughout the morning oh. uh, as of recording, and it's kind of freaky, I have to say. Has uh, you know responsible people been made aware of the issue? Well, uh, I, I told my, I told my dad, <laughs> Dad, get up here, um, and we w- went out to the back garden with some binoculars and looked up to the top of the <laughs> chimney. <laughs> And there are loads of pigeons up there looking down. The, it looks like they're looking down the chimney. Right. Timmy's falling down the well. <laughs> it's like that bit in Toy Story where they're looking out the window and Buzz has fallen out. Buzz! <laughs> Don't worry, Buzz. We're formulating a plan. Everything will be okay. And that's kind of how it looks. And and they, they've been there. They're, they're still there, I, I think, just sort of shouting down. Has no one called the pigeon police? We haven't called the pigeon police. The we don't really know what's to be done about it. I mean... You call pest control, right? You just wait for it to die? You call pest control. What, what do they do? I don't understand how they would get it out. That's because there's no real route into the chimney. That's not your problem by that point, Tom. No, I guess not. But... but they. What do they do about it? Light a fire up its ass. Oh, boy. I don't know. Oh boy, that would be grim. I think we've had that issue before, a long time ago, in a galaxy. In a galaxy, far, far and we away. and we called pest control and they came out. And, ah, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Well, that's uh, that's a little anecdote from my life. Well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, but this week, as promised, we have lots of Star Wars stuff to talk about. So yeah. we were in a Star Wars mood, which explains somewhat why we've been talking about Star Wars pre-recording for way too long. Galaxy's Edge is open in Florida, we're going to talk about that, and then there's some other bits and pieces as well from the world of Theme Park News, some cool roller coaster announcements and teases have been going on from other parts of the US, but before we get to that, Josh, I said last week, having had two emails in the space of three podcasts, yeah. having gone 40 without any whatsoever, I said, well, if we make it three and four... We're going to have to get a podcast jingle yeah. for the emails. Have to. And, uh, well, I'm I'm pleased to announce, kind of, because I love to get emails, but it also means that we've had to uh, dip into the Park Crush funds to buy a little jingle here. But we've gone ahead and done it, Josh, because we've got another email! Oh, my God! <laughs> Can you believe it? Oh, well, no, I can't. Well, right, here we are. Here we are. Truly living in, in, in dreamland yeah. here. Jingle and all. Speaking of which, are we ever going to go to dreamland in Margate? Um, it's Kent's only theme park, from what I understand. And wow. I feel like we're kind of obliged Until to Until Paramount Park opens. That's true. Or the London Resort. Uh, of course, you could just visit it in VR in your bedroom, based on last week's show. Oh, zing. Ooh. 
Anyway, Josh, as always, you are on email duty. Yep. And uh, I'm in suspense here because I've not seen the email. Yeah. So it's all down to you, Josh. Enlighten me. What has been sent in oh. this week? Subject line, DLP versus Magic Kingdom. DLP sounds like a government department. Oh, I yeah. was thinking uh, like DHL. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Either way, not very exciting. <laughs> Uh, no, uh, but Craig has sent this podcast a podcast in. Oh, no. He sent an entire he sent, podcast. He sent an entire podcast. Great. Yeah, uh, he sent an email in to the podcast. So thank you very much, Craig. Thanks, Craig. I'll begin. Okay. Hi, chaps. Hello. Uh, you're definitely going to need that email jingle now. Well, I'm glad to say that we've got one. The emails are coming thick and fast. They certainly are. Uh, Wait till we get two in the same week. Whoa! Whoa. Gonna have to ration them out. <laughs> we are. Uh, I just wanted to ask your opinions on whether you think once the Disneyland Paris expansions are complete, yeah, would you both be more inclined to go to Florida less? It could be argued we would have a much more legitimate option much closer to our doorstep. I only ask because it struck me the other day a lot of the individual attractions at Disneyland Paris are actually better than the Florida equivalents in his opinion. Big Thunder Mountain, Pirates of the Caribbean, Space Mountain, It's a Small World, all better versions at Paris. With Brexit looming and the exchange rate... Oh, don't at, remind me. And the exchange rate at an all-time low. It could get lower. <laughs> Brexit hasn't happened yet. Can you envision skipping Florida and forgoing the more parks and weather in the future and heading to Paris instead? Keep up the good work. Many thanks. Craig. Thanks, Craig. Thanks, Craig. Yeah, good question. Yeah, solid question. Love that. Love the... Um, Examples to back up his point. That's a, do you do you agree? That's with a fifteen the, pointer in a GCSE English. It exam. certainly is. He's explained, described, he's analysed. Yeah. he's done the whole lot. Yeah, excellent stuff. Do you agree with his uh, takes on the Paris rides compared to their Florida equivalents? First of all, uh, Space Mountain definitely. Yeah, um, Pirates. Uh, maybe... I'm struggling to remember massive differences between the other ones that he mentioned there. That might be my bad. Uh, so there's there's like a... uh, There's like a semi... Like a half drop through fire in the Paris one. Of pirates. Of pirates. Yeah. Um, so I guess it's kind of cooler in a way. Mm. And they've got the, like, restauranty bit as well. Oh, yeah. That's quite cool. Yes. Um, which I think they have at California as well. Uh-huh. Um, and then uh, the Big Thunder is in the middle of the Yeah, water. actually, Big Thunder has got a cool... Uh, the, the, the way that that track is set up and the setting of it in Paris is really cool. I like that whole area in the Paris yeah. park, actually. The, the Phantom Manor there as well. The vibe going on. Yeah, it's cool. You can explore the fort, yes. which is neat. So... Yeah, in terms of would it make me less likely to go to Florida or not, uh, disclaimer, I've not been to Florida without my family before, and I could not possibly afford to do everything uh, without going with them. Yes. So uh, I will make that clear. In a you know hypothetical world where, well, actually, that's, I was going to say in a hypothetical world where I could afford to do both, but I guess... A lot of this question is based around the fact that Florida is more expensive and is going to get more expensive in all likelihood. 100%. So, I guess, you know, is Paris 
the the Paris expansions are exciting because I I suppose the the Disney Florida parks are limited by that Marvel deal that Universal have got. Yeah. So they they cannot do anything. Well, they can do you know very limited stuff with the Marvel IP and the Marvel characters. But you know we spoke about it last week. The Marvel plans that Disney have, and I'm more positive about them than I was. But I'm also still a little bit jury out, just because I think that there are signs of them maybe trying to cut corners and cut costs in certain yeah, ways in terms of you know retheming rides that are already there and that sort of thing. Obviously, Universal have done that kind of thing as well with the Harry Potter stuff. They haven't solely made new rides for those lands upon opening you know they, they've both only been anchored by one new ride and then yeah have had a couple of re-themed jobs so disney aren't alone in doing that for their marvel projects but i don't know i think for me as well it, it, this this part of it is very personal but i just have so much sort of reverence and nostalgia for the florida parks you know, that's never. I'm never going to be able to just completely discount that. There'll always be part of me that will, yeah, will, will want to go back to Florida just because of the memories and. Yeah, that, that's uh, very much, a, I guess, an issue with this argument for us. Yeah, they're the first parks that we remember. Yeah, so um, it's adds that you know rose tinted glasses look of it. Yeah. Having said that, with you know the Marvel stuff coming. Uh, and all the other stuff that's coming to Disney, what was it Walt Disney? Walt Disney Studios. Walt Disney Have they Studios. said it's Star Wars coming to Paris eventually? Do yes. we know that? It is. Yes. Right. And there's meant to be some more Pixar stuff coming because mm. um, the whole uh, backlot tour is getting ripped out, isn't it? So yeah. Um, I think that park is going to become very, very doable mm. and a lot more inviting. Yeah, um, I'm really. I think you know when the Marvel stuff's done, I, I'll be I'll be wanting to go back. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I'm to be honest with you. I it's easy it's easy to get to. I I like the vibe generally. I, I could quite easily see myself going back with the with the with the current lineup in place. I I don't necessarily feel like oh I'm I'm not going back until Marvel's open or whatever. No. I mean. I, I could I could see myself going back anyway. I did I did really enjoy it. I think with the experience of having uh, gone over the course of a weekend, I think I would maybe time it differently next time. I think that you could do it at a quieter time of year, sort of a midweek that isn't during a school holiday would seem the perfect time to go back there. Yeah. But yeah, I, I could see myself going back certainly. Uh and I guess on paper it, it could be a, like a more regular return trip than than Florida. Just there's been a yeah. I guess there's been a a fair bit of time where that park has felt kind of lacking. Mm. Um, but more recently they've started adding more stuff to it. Obviously mm. they added a Ratatouille. I was one of the first ones they added to it. Um, and I think it brought the park up. You know the fact that Disney are now investing in that park makes it such more viable option. And uh, while, you know, we don't necessarily know what's going to happen with Brexit, uh, how it's going to affect travel, uh, yeah. it's a big thing, I think. You yeah. know, hopefully it won't affect it too much. We'll still be able to just jump on the Eurostar, pay £7 to, for a visa and just bang it straight in there. Mm. And that's, you know, if that's still doable. Do you think we'll have to perfect. whip our passports out and visas out? 
when transitioning between each of the Disney lands? <laughs> Is there going to be a different, like, different immigration laws when you go from Adventureland to, to Tomorrowland? To, to Batu. <laughs> Who could say? Who could say? <laughs> Things are getting weird. Yeah, that's true. But hey-ho, we'll have to wait and see on that front, I guess. But no, I, I'm excited by what the... the plans are for paris it's it's interesting what's happening with disney there on a on a big scale they're investing more and more yeah. but there have been signs i know but it feels like, yeah they're investing a lot more across the world yeah big rides that's but then also reducing costs like in stuff inside the park which yeah. actually changes yeah i've the seen experience. i've seen people complaining a little bit about some of the sort of trickle down cuts that are happening so you know disney could quite rightly say well how can you say we're cutting costs we've just opened this incredible star wars land but then you go over to the um the pixar area of of hollywood studios and apparently there, there's a lot there was a live band there that is now being taken away and you know regular visitors to the park have been saying oh that's a real shame because it mm-hmm. really added to the atmosphere of that place and the pixar uh, stuff was really good fun apparently and, and again this is kind of word of mouth stuff that i i don't want to completely say is is 100 percent the case but there have been some anecdotes going around about sort of cast members being encouraged to almost become characters in their own right a little bit more. Well, that's the whole thing with Batu, isn't it? Yeah. Is that all of the characters are, all of the staff are, have their own backstories and mm. all that stuff. And it's. But they're probably still being paid the sort of basic. Yeah, minimum wage. Cast member rate. Some of the people are probably living in their cars. Yeah. Which is very common, certainly in California mm. for Disney. Um, so, yeah. It's actually like. Not a great job. No. Um, you're better off if you're like part of the college program is probably the best time to be in that job or if you are local and you're still living with your family. Yeah, or or, or if you're local and you, you know, you're an older person who, yes. who just you, needs... You've sort of retired and you just... Want something to get out of the house yeah. or could maybe do with a little bit of extra money but aren't desperate for it, yeah. So I, I think you are seeing like Disney cutting costs in some sort of more trickle-down ways, but... Um, yeah, I guess, you know, they, they've made a big commitment to Paris with the Marvel stuff and the Star Wars stuff and maybe more to come as well. So it will be interesting. they got that hotel. They're redoing the hotel as well, mm. um, which could be quite cool. I'd, like, I'd be really interested in seeing that because it's going to be lots of Marvel artwork and that sort of stuff. Yeah. So that'd be really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think Florida is the pinnacle of the theme park world, right? Yeah, I would imagine so. Like you got... All those Disney parks, you've got the Universal Parks as well, you've got SeaWorld, um, Bush Gardens, not that far away really. No. Um, so that's that is the pinnacle. But um I I wouldn't like there was a point in my life where I'd gone going to Paris is a bit of a waste. You know, you save carry on saving and go to Florida, but now I'm like, actually, yeah, Paris is a great option. And we did it. I mean, maybe we'll maybe we'll try and remember to do this for next week, and maybe come back and because it didn't feel like a huge uh, commitment financially when no. we, when we did that trip. I mean, yeah. we did. It was only two nights. Was it two nights, three days? Yes. And we stayed in their cheapest accommodation at Davy Crockett Ranch. Mm. But I, I actually we, we drove down there. We drove got, down as well. This, you know, really early Euro Tunnel. Yeah. Really late Euro Tunnel, so that we could get most of our day yeah so we got cheaper the cheapest um travel uh yeah yeah i mean clearly you know i I direct you back to our disneyland 
Paris trip reports. We did two of them uh, last year at this point, which are maybe worth going back to listen to. But yeah, I don't remember it being a huge financial commitment either. So I'm sure prices will go up. And clearly, as we've said, the exchange rate is tanking. But hey ho, yeah. um, I think that Paris is uh, yeah becoming a much more attractive destination. Yeah, well, the thing is, Paris. once you're there, if you if you're staying in David Crockett's ranch. The, uh, you mean ranch led David Crockett? Oui, oui. <laughs> uh, you can like they were doing deals on um, food stuff, that sort of thing. So if you can get by with two meals a day, then you're laughing, really. You certainly are. Um, you don't need to buy anything else, particularly. You know, take a water bottle in with you, um, fill that up at a fountain. It's actually once you're there, it can be relatively cheap as long as you're willing to just stick to your dining plan. Yeah. Um, you don't have to spend a lot of money once you're there. Mm, no, um, so you can. There is a. Very, it's very easy to spend a lot of money. It certainly is. They they are not short of food. Uh, yeah, food options. options and, lots of souvenirs that are very cool. Yeah, I don't remember what I did spending wise once we were there last year. I bought some art work for my uh, my mum and dad. Have got lots of Disney artwork up in one of the rooms downstairs that we've sort of amassed over the course of yeah. our trips to florida so i remember buying some i bought a cap obviously a cap of course i bought a, i bought a bowl for my cat yes because there's a, there's a very clear dog bias when it comes to pet merch at disney world <laughs> yes so i was very excited to find out that in paris they did actually have some cat stuff so i bought my cat uh, an Arist- uh, aristocats bowl yes i think uh you know the cat is more a common animal in europe than maybe in the u.s like a lot uh, of people have, have a lot more land in america so they have that's it's easy true. to keep dogs, mm. whereas in Europe, smaller properties, less space to keep a dog. Maybe, maybe. Uh, but yeah, thanks for the email, Craig. Yeah. Uh, good stuff. If, if you'd like to email the show and uh, get involved, you can do so. It's podcast at parkrush.com. Very much appreciates it, because as I said, we've just spent some money on a jingle. Yeah. <laughs> so Please make it I'd up. like to use it at <laughs> least two or three more times. Yeah. You know, to get our money's worth. But hey, I mean, it's pretty upbeat. If we don't end up using it, maybe I'll just listen to it while I'm walking to the station in the morning and it will sort of get me in the mood for the day. It's a great jingle. It is a good jingle. Don't go uh, don't go downloading it from our podcast, listeners. Yeah. Uh, if you want it, come buy it yourself. Yeah. Support, yeah. support artists. Yeah, support us yeah. by listening. Indeed. And rating on iTunes. <laughs> yes, iTunes ratings, much obliged. Uh, anyway, Josh, it, it's, a, it's a Star Wars week. Uh, Star Galaxy's Wars Edge. extravaganza. Galaxy's Edge is open in Florida at Hollywood Studios. We just can't stop talking about that bloody franchise, can we? We, we certainly can't. It's all seeing, all knowing. It's everywhere. There is no escape from the Star Wars. I'm sorry to say. But uh, although uh, Trump has shut down his their new Star Wars uh, division, haven't they? Has he? Uh, no, I thought it was the. Well, no, he's just launched something called Space Command. No, they shut. They've shut it again. What? Yeah. Eh? They've what? like stepped it down. I. Th- Are you sure? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Oh, I, I I I wrote a story yesterday about him launching Space Command, which is uh, a sort of preempting space force which is the thing he keeps oh, talking okay. about so there was there must have been there that... was a space command previously that got right. closed like 15 years ago and no. he's basically rebooting that there was and then... something else that got like there's some weird star wars thing is that there... has changed because of this new thing then yeah <laughs> i don't know yeah it's hard to keep track he's got a weird obsession with 
fighting wars in space yeah. which well there is I, now I, crime in space so. part of me I'm like yeah I guess that sounds actually kind of cool I mean if we're going to go out under this uh, Trump administration then you know make a space war out of it I guess <laughs> There's, cri- there's now crime in space. Um, we're, we're, so what's, we're what's more crime it's in space? Really, accidentally blow up the sun. Yeah, and then that's how we'll go out. Tony Blair's going to get on it. He, he loves a bit of war crime, I guess. Um, and these are the views of Josh, not the Park Crush Podcast. Not the Park Crush Podcast. Yeah. Anyway, Josh, um, opinions of me. The, the, the opinions of you, and not of, uh, of, of no one else. Not facts. There are no facts here. Yep. <laughs> Other than the fact that Galaxy Edge has opened. That it is confirmed has to be true. Opened. Seems like it's been very well received. There were enormous queues on opening day. I think people were turning up in like the small hours of yeah. like three, four AM and then Disney maybe let people in at about five. There I was think. like some weird rules going on. It's like right, you can there's like an official queuing at this point of yeah. time, but then there's like an unofficial queue that goes all the way back to Boardwalk. But then if you're kicking off at Boardwalk, then the police will slowly start moving you towards the park. Right. It's a whole... It, was, it seems like they had a big old operation in place. Yeah. Um, and it's worth noting, of course, worth remembering that Galaxy's Edge is basically a total replica in Florida of the one in Disneyland. Yes. So I don't think there's much point us covering everything that's opened because we've we've done that on a yeah, previous it's the episode same stuff. when it came to Disneyland. Um, but it, as I say, it seems like it's been well received. I'm extremely excited to hopefully check it out myself next year. Big thing, oh, apparently, oh, they've changed the map orientation. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. What do you mean by that? Uh, so on the map prior to Galaxy's Edge opening, hmm. uh, it was uh, orientated to True North, right? Um, which put Terra Terra sort of up at the top of the map. Yeah. Whereas now, they've orientated it so that the park entrance is at the bottom of the map. So, what does that mean? What's at the top of the map? Um, sort of uh, Galaxy's Edge. Right, okay. They're yeah. trying to imply that that's the ultimate destination. Uh, I think... Maybe. Some people were saying like they prefer the fact that... It, what happens is it's now easier to fit on the same bit of paper by changing... <laughs> like, if you look at them, it's like, oh, they can fit that. You know, paper maps aren't very environmentally friendly. When are they going to get rid of them? Surely everyone like, has the phone app. We keep them as souvenirs. Oh, uh, fair enough. Yeah, I so, guess. Well, I mean, we're not... Yeah. Yeah. Fair Sometimes enough. I pick up a Spanish one by mistake. And that one, always amuses me. One difference with the Smuggler's Run... Ooh. I don't know if this is... I don't know if people were having, like, pulling people's legs or if this was true. But apparently it's been built on a sort of a lift, for lack of a better word, in Florida. So that it can be lowered in the case of inclement weather right that could you know potentially damage it. it sure i don't know if that's true i'm gonna call ps but as i said we don't deal solely in facts here we also do wild speculation you are fake news and un- <laughs> an uninformed research this may well be a case of that so what and um, what's the point of someone mentioning that is there a relevance but just the fact, you know, someone's just gone, oh, yeah, no, it's on a list. I think someone maybe had noticed it. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. That's not just the Maybe they got the told it by a cast member. They're not, you know, they're not opposed to spreading some lies. I mean, what was it about? Like, it's in Walt, a building, Walt's though. Walt's favourite spot at the fireworks. Oh, on the Contemporary, which, which wasn't built. Hasn't been built when Walt was <laughs> and alive. And the park also wasn't built. <laughs> um, 
Um, but, but yeah. oh, oh, by the way, it's in a building. What is the Millennium Smuggler's Falcon? Run? It's just out in the open, isn't it? The the ship. The ship is, yeah, but yeah, that's what I meant. Like but, the ship can come down. But, um, aren't they just the legs of the ship? Surely, I don't think. I don't know, Josh. I, I don't. It's on Twitter. I'm con- I'm calling BS. <laughs> I'm calling BS. I'm not having it. Um. Because it's I, like half sheltered by because it's in because the building. Some of it backs wears, into like the rock face, yeah, yeah. Which I assume where is where the, the actual is. ride is. Yeah. Mm. So I'm gonna, yeah, no rubbish. Fair enough. Not having it. Well, I mean, it's also worth point. I, I think we, it's worth saying also, by the way, because I, I do think we have some listeners out in Florida. Uh, uh, stay safe in yes. Hurricane Dorian, um, which sounds like, like, like the fruit. Like the fruit? No, like uh, like the guy who ages in the painting. Ah. <laughs> Or maybe both. Are they the same spelling? I'm not actually sure. Don't know. I've done no research this week, Josh. I don't know anything. I don't know if <laughs> don't know what. I don't know if the Millennium Falcon can go underground. I don't know if Dorian the there's, fruit is the same as Dorian the guy. There's no way that ride is going underground. No way the Millennium Falcon is going underground. How do you know? How can you be so sure? Because it's nonsense. Okay. Like they that would have to be on a raised bit of land, which is potentially possible. But they would have to have built a really vast utilidor system underneath. Um, and it's a lot of work, certainly with how low uh, the land is, you know, the water table there in Florida. It just seems like a lot of work that I don't think Disney would necessarily put in place. You underestimate their power. Oh, wow. Well, maybe <laughs> they have no high ground. That's the problem, Tom. <laughs> Uh, one thing that is coming to Disney World that is not coming to Disneyland. Am I right in thinking that the hotel is not coming to Disneyland? Uh, yes. Okay, so there we are. There's oh, you mean exclusive. the cruise ship? The cruise ship. Yes. The Disney cruise ship. Yes. The Star Wars cruise ship. The Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. Yes. To give it its full it's title. It's got some stupid... It's got an actual like cruise ship name. Yeah, right? so they talked about this quite a bit more at D23, but we, we saved it. We talked about the vast majority of D23 announcements last week. We did. So if you missed that, go and check that out. There was a, a lot of stuff. But we did decide to hold fire for the most part on Star Wars because we knew that we'd be talking about Galaxy's Edge uh, this week. Battle. So... Uh, courtesy of Thing Park Insider, who got a, a good look at the plans for the hotel. Mm. I think they were at D23. Do they have any uh, plans for the lowering of the Merlin Falcon? Uh, I don't know, but Does I hear the, the, whole, hotel... the whole hotel goes underground <laughs> in, in the case of a hurricane. I'm pretty certain of that. Uh, anyway. Oh, another photo I can put on our Instagram page. There's a great picture of me hiding in the laundry room of our Florida home. In 2003. Oh, yes. Of course. Amid Great picture. Hurricane Charlie with yeah. uh, some Pringles, uh, some Cheetos that came in those Pringle-style tubes at the time. Wow. And uh, I'm on my silver Game Boy Advance SP. Oh. In full Nike gear. Was that a, was that a tribal one? Yeah, it had like a pattern on the, yeah, on the clamshell. The yeah. tribal, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was cool. Was Game Boy Advance was like really good. It was basically a snares, especially the SP. The SP pocket. was the SP was legit. You know my my because my dad bought it for me as a as like a present for. Well, how old would I have been? This might have been year sort of four or five, maybe at, at primary school, maybe an right, end yeah. of year present. It was a total surprise. I remember because my sister got one as well, and we were both really excited. And my dad obviously didn't really know that much about games at the time. He just thought it would be a cool present. So the first game that I got, the only game that I got with it, was The Hobbit. 
there was a Hobbit game oh. that was not obviously related to a movie or anything because there was no Hobbit movie. Yeah. It was just a totally... I think it maybe was a book license thing. Right. So, yeah, I had a Hobbit game on the Game Boy Advance. Uh, I mean, I was probably too young to really know, right, to be yeah, honest, yeah. but I, it probably wasn't that great. I spent a lot of my time on the Advance and the Advance SP playing Game Boy Color games still. Right. Like, a lot of my time was spent playing. I liked it because the Game Boy Color games just stuck out at the end of the Game Boy Advance yeah. SP. It looked really ridiculous. Did you have the... Um, Star Wars, uh, what's it, the pod racing game? No. Because that had a rumble pack built into the cartridge and you had to replace the battery on it. That's cool. And it rumbled. Yeah. So I cool. love stupid the- attachments for portable systems. My sister had Guitar Hero for the DS, yeah. <laughs> which had like a hand grip thing yeah. that you plugged into that it. So you held bizarre. the DS and it was almost like you had uh, a little mini keyboard. Yes. Like piano but had like type keyboard less on the keys. side of it. Yeah, it was bizarre. Yeah, and you couldn't, you didn't strum. No, don't yeah. think so. Yeah, tell you what, I did have on the Game Boy Advance: Revenge of the Sith. Oh, yeah, it was actually okay. It was better than the PS2 version of Revenge of the Sith. Wow. Yeah, bold claim. I've just made it. Yeah, come at me, bro. Big. Don't underestimate my opinions. Big if true. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> the Galactic Star Cruiser. What was it called? The Halcyon. So, as I said, Theme Park Insider report. You will board the ship by checking in at the experience entrance located next to the Hollywood Studios theme park. Once checked in, you will enter a shuttle that will blast you to the Halcyon Interface. So, where do you check in? Outside the park. So, you don't go into the park to enter the hotel. No. You, but you, you, So, you do it where exactly, though? That's a good question. I don't know. I don't know exactly. I, maybe it's not been completely determined, but they have started working on it. Like, certainly, they've started doing groundwork. Right, yeah. For where the hotel's going to be, yeah, whether they've like, gone vertical at all. Because it seems like I was trying to figure out how you would. Because I assume they're not building a spaceship. I assume they're just building a square. No, it's a spaceship. I'm pretty sure, like, it's going to be. Like, Is it going to be fully themed? Yeah, yeah, it's a full on spaceship, and there's, I think, an ambition to have actually put it in space by 2014. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Technology's at an amazing point right now, Josh. Yeah. It, it could happen. Well, they're hooking up with Tesla and... Yeah, yeah. I'm think, I think it's space by 2040, actually hyperspace viable by 2062. That's, pr- that's pretty good, guys. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's pretty um, good. Like, because my thinking was, if you just rock up to a building and it looks like, from the outside, just looks like a Holiday Inn or whatever, <laughs> then, like... You, you, you're out of the immersion before you've ever started, right? Yeah. Whereas, right. So what's it going to look like from the outside? Yeah. Right. Well, I assume it'll look like a spaceship. But my figure, my idea was like, yeah, it either has to look like the spaceship or you have to get... I mean, there's some concept art that Disney have put out. That's the spaceship there. Yeah. But obviously, it's in, in the, and but, the concept art is in the void of space. I don't yes. know what it's going to look like in, in but real But that's life. kind of my point, right? So the, They'll build a docking bay in type the, thing, I assume. The uh, like the Falcon is in the section that we get to. Yeah, but this ship's meant to be huge. It's meant to be a cruise ship. Well, then why build a big Lord docking bay, John? <laughs> but the uh, <laughs> shuttle that gets you from the hotel to the park, yeah, is gonna not have any real windows. It's right. gonna have screens. Okay, so it makes it look like you're going from like the Hogwarts Express, the ship down to the planet. Mm. Yeah. So my thinking was, why wouldn't you go to like Disney Springs? They got an, an equivalent bus, shuttle, space shuttle, 
that takes you from the Disney Springs up to the ship in space. So you would have to go to Disney Springs every time you want to get back to your hotel? No, no, no. Well, because you're on a cruise, Tom. It's right. a two-day cruise. You're, yeah. you're not there for like two weeks. No, I know, but you don't want to stay in there the whole time, clearly. You're going to want to... Like, well, no, I but assume. like when you go when you go on a ship, you go to the dock. Admittedly, it's a dock. So is the idea you, you check in and you're on that hotel for two days and you don't... Yeah, yeah, you it's meant to be like an anywhere. actual cruise. Oh. So your whole... Everyone that's going on your cruise turns up at the same time, boards the ship at the same time like you would a cruise, and you are on your cruise away from the world for two days. Huh. Yeah. That's weird. And so you you do everything on the ship, apart from the one day where you... What if the weather's good? Just wasted two days of your Florida getaway. You don't know, Tom. You don't know the weather's good, because you're not allowed outside. Well, you are, for one day, where you... You know, you'd go into... Uh, Batu. Batu, yeah. You, you dock outside, or you float in space outside the planet... Get a shuttle down to Batu. I think this is the type of thing that I would just get impatient with. My question is: My question is, <laughs> what happens when you get Excuse down me, to Batu? Toilet. When uh, you get when you get down to Batu, are you allowed out of Batu? Can I go? Can I go Tower of Terror? <laughs> or do know. I have to stay in Batu? I reckon you probably have to. Yeah, you have to yeah. stay in Batu, Josh. Yeah, like a cruise. Yeah, you're but not allowed out. But that means the staff's going to have to stop me leaving. Maybe they will. Which seems like madness. Well, it certainly does. But then, you know, you just uh, you will let me go to Tower yeah. of Terror. I will let you go to Tower of Terror. Thanks very much. Move along. Yeah, yeah it sounds mental. I don't see myself ever going. Unless, of course, we get press tickets because of this podcast. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, all the, all the windows are all screens. Mm. Well, they're, they're still windows, they're windows onto a large screen, right? Yeah. That's what they're doing. Because if all TVs these days, if you leave them on for too long, come up and say, Oi, you're killing the environment. It's going to turn off. Are they going to, is someone going to have to keep like, pointing the Samsung remote at the windows? Yeah. It's going to be like, but a, only when nobody's looking. It's like going to be in the pub. <laughs> no, I'm not doing anything. Yeah. In the pub when the skybox comes up and it's like, this is good. And they're going, Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh! Uh, I can just imagine like, Sort of a middle-aged British man who has no patience for acting up to this Star Wars immersion, and is and just is like his football team's on, and he goes up to one of the staff like, "Look, I know all the windows are screens. Can we put the football on, please?" Can't let me like you're in a box. <laughs> <laughs> no, but not what you're talking about. We're in space. It's that's, a window. That's, that's the void. That's no, the it's a screen. A... I just saw the volume indicator come up for a brief moment. Be like watching Tottenham. Yeah, with their pu- piped in. <laughs> fans oh gosh yeah it's mad isn't it so what the piped in fans or both so it's the same technology they're using for uh, the space 220 restaurant at Epcot oh okay right so that might be a cheaper way of um, experiencing this mm. uh, but you're going to have an alien crew Ooh, I that... hope they all speak galactic basic so um, does that mean the cast are going to have to be uh, like some of the cast going to be green? I or don't know. Are they going to be... Donald human- Trump's not going to be happy about hearing all these aliens <laughs> working at a, Coming over a, a US establishment. Taking over our hotel He's not going to be happy about it. And just undermining his immigration yeah. laws. Build a wall, uh, that's what I say. You're going to have otherworldly food in the ship's dining hall and enjoy Star Wars-themed onboard activities, including a lightsaber drill with a training remote like the one Luke plays with on the Falcon. Is there going to be a hovering ball that shoots at you? Well, I would hope so. I would hope so. 
I must say, um, there's a good Star Wars thing on the Oculus Quest oh. VR headset. It's very straightforward, I think. Unless you're a Star Wars fan, it's probably not worth it. But there is a basically a training room on that where it's much the same kind of thing. You're just waving the lightsaber around, blocking laser fire from these little training droids. That's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. So the idea of you know doing that on a bigger scale, bigger budget Disney thing is kind of neat, I guess. Uh, you'll also be invited to tour the ship's bridge and learn how to use its emergency defense weaponry. Of course. Just in case a totally improbable, improbable space battle were to happen. Probably will, to be fair. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, it's kind of mad, really. And um, there's some details about the shuttles. Um, but there was uh, no photographs allowed, so there's no pictures of those, unfortunately. And um, but, they're, but they're basically buses. Yeah, it will um, allow guests to travel between the ship yes. and the planet. Yeah. Without... Ever leaving the story. Yeah. They're buses with screens for windows. Mm. Um, I'm guessing that the entrance, like the, the driver's going to be shut off from the rest of the, because obviously he's going to have to see the actual road. <laughs> he's just tri- driving through space. Well, I don't know. I don't know how close, like, does the, is the shuttle even? Well, I guess if it's. Is if, it even, a, where is the shuttle? Where does it start? Is it even on a road or is it? Is it all an illusion? Is it not it's an even moving? Bus. It's an actual bus. Is it? Yeah. That takes you from Batu to the hotel. Yeah. Oh, I thought they were like really close and they're pretty close, but they're still, you still need to it's get like a bus. across the road. Yeah. Oh right. Like the bus is part of the illusion. Mm. Still, I guess. So is it going to be? Presumably, there are going to be. You know, Disney aren't going to. It's going to be possible to see this hotel in a way that Disney don't intend because it. Yeah, in much the same way that when you're on Doctor Doom, if you're on the right side, you can you can see the Hogwarts Express just yes. going between the parks. Yeah. from up there. Like I would imagine, if you're just going to Magic Kingdom uh, to Hollywood Studios from wherever, if you're not staying at the hotel, mm. you're just be like, "What's that big box? What's going? <laughs> What's going on over there?" I'm figuring, uh, unless they do build it so it looks like the ship. But I feel well, like I think they yeah surely think, that's what they do. I think that's a lot of space they're going to, have to take up. It's Disney. They basically yeah. own all the land around there, right? I mean, they literally own all the land. Well, yeah, purple lampposts. Yeah, but they have to do this whole thing where if they rip up a load of all the trees, they have to buy more land mm. to offset it. And sure. So, and I don't know whether I just don't see them doing that particularly. Do we do we know when this is meant to open? I don't think we we really. I don't do. have a date. I don't think they've said a date. No, Not that I've heard a date. It does sound mental, and it's going to be very expensive. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean yeah, cruises aren't cheap. No, and this is and this is going to space. Yeah, it'd be funny if they <laughs> if they try to be like they're the same as Virgin Galactic prices. <laughs> well, we're both going to space, space, and Richard Branson's not guaranteeing aliens. I guess. Well, I'm not convinced. I reckon Richard Branson has a good chance he's actually an alien. He's like one of those Slitheens from Doctor Who. There's a there's a very well concealed zip on the mm, back of his head somewhere, yeah. and inside is this yeah. just nasty. He's alien, an alien. I Paul McCartney's dead. Yeah. 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 Richard Branson's definitely an alien. Walt Disney's in a bunker with Elvis. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. The other maybe that's maybe that's it. Maybe that's what she meant. She he came up from the bunker 
to watch the fireworks. Wait, who's this? Oh, we're talking about your your um, your the, fireworks guide. At, yeah, uh, the, 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 Cali- the waitress at the California Grill. The California Grill. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe you're not allowed to lie at Disney, so there must have been some truth to what she was saying. Yeah, it's just a matter of how. Yeah. The other big headline, new headline, to come out of the opening of Galaxy's Edge in Florida was that uh, sort of bloggers and journalists were given a first look inside Rise of the Resistance, which is the ride. It's going to be, I mean, Smuggler's Run, I think, actually, people were cynical, have been cynical about it. I think it sounds pretty cool still. Yeah. But Rise of the Resistance is the one that's getting, you know, theme park enthusiasts really excited because it seems like it's going to be something you know on a scale at a budget at a level of immersion that you've probably never seen on this kind of ride it sounds insane uh, in terms of its ambition very much so once again theme park insider have done a good write-up so there will be gaps in this they weren't given a a full walkthrough of how the ride's going to work they were just sort of given a look at some of the sets and rooms and props and given an idea of what some of the stuff is going to happen disney have also put out a little ad for rise of the resistance i saw an ad on tv yesterday in the uk of course for galaxy's edge at florida they've already started the marketing campaign internationally uh, there was no rise of the resistance in that it was all for the most part smugglers run and a you know a little bit of the land itself but it was Makes mostly sense. smugglers run um anyway so uh yeah press and, and bloggers and whatnot were given a tour of the ride by scott trowbridge a disney imagineer uh so he talked a little bit about the ride systems that are going on here. Systems. So most of your adventure will take place inside an eight-passenger trackless ride vehicle driven oh, by an R5 droid. Well, it's not a lot of passengers. But near the ride's conclusion, things will get complicated. Um, so the, the article that I'm reading does warn that you should uh, stop here if you want to avoid spoilers for the ride. So that's your official warning here as well, uh, because we are going to continue. Stop. So, the story of the ride, Josh. You're joining the Resistance at its camp on the edges of the Black Spire outpost and you board a transport vehicle to the Resistance base. On your way there, you are captured by the First Order and brought aboard one of its Star Destroyers. Here... What about about the hotel guests? Are they okay? Well, I don't know, Josh. I don't know. Richard Branson's holding them hostage. If you can afford this, you can afford Virgin Galactic. Hand over your money and get on board. Anyway, uh, so you'll be greeted by an animatronic Kylo Ren, who will try and get you to talk oh. about the Resistance What about base. an animatronic Daniel Craig dressed as a Stormtrooper? Um, I don't know. Ugh. What about a Prince Harry dressed as a Stormtrooper? Isn't he rumoured to be in a Star Wars film yeah. somewhere as well? Yeah. Yeah. What What about Meghan Markle? I'm in a Star Wars film. You'll have to... You'll, I won't let you know yeah. which one. You're a bit short for a Stormtrooper. <laughs> Look... I'm Tom Akers. I'm here to rescue you. I'm here to do this podcast. Anyway, uh, R5. Um, That's a droid. Yeah, manages to get you out of there, basically. But um, you eventually end up getting fired upon by stormtroopers and AT-ATs. I think we've spoken about previously. Is the, R5 the related to Johnny 5? I don't know. But, you know, there's a, obviously a huge... I think you have to go to the hotel right. to get that, that backstory. So there are going to be plot holes if, if you don't do right, the whole yeah, Galaxy's yeah. Edge experience. So maybe you need to go to the hotel. Yeah, I, think it, I think it's explained on page four of your 
uh, room service menu. Ah, okay. There's a reference in the name of the burger and chips right. that I think explains whether or not R5 is related. Do you have to work, order the burger and chips to... You have to order the burger and chips, but only between the hours of 6 and 7 p.m. And then I think when the server comes to the door, there's like a specific thing you have to like say to code them. word. Yeah, like a code word. Is there a special word. knock that he does and then... Probably, yeah. But um, I don't know what it is. They're really getting into it, mate. They certainly are. Uh, so, yeah, you come up against Stormtroopers and uh, who obviously all miss... Yes, and and some eighty eighties. Now there's been talk that these are actually they've been built to scale, like kind of like the one outside Star Wars. Yeah, Starfalls. I've heard not necessarily full scale, but you know, eighty ninety percent of the way there. Right. But yeah, they they look bloody massive. Right. Yeah. Uh, so from there, you make your way to some escape pods, and as you enter the escape pod, your trackless ride vehicle is actually driving onto a motion based platform, such as the ones that power Star Tours. Uh, so the window in front of you is a screen showing space and you're ready to jettison from the ship. That happens because the motion base you've driven onto is mounted on a third ride system, a drop element. The motion base will shake your transport vehicle as it physically drops to simulate the launch from the ship to safety. So it's like so that is like if you mounted Star Tours on Terra Terra. Mm. Is yeah. basically what that is. So it's basically it's it's ratatouille. Then Star Tours, then Tower of Terror. Yeah. Well, yeah. Tower of Terror is also a trackless ride. I, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. But I mean, that sounds that sounds cool. That sounds going to be really cool. <laughs> I can't say I've ever been on a ride like that before. That's kind of mad. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I mean, there's 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 more here about how the ride. Uh, this is this is not going to run smooth, is it though? This is yeah, this is the type of thing you can understand why there's been a delay. Yeah, and you can also envisage it going wrong because these kinds of rides. I mean, I know when Hagrid opened, obviously they had enough problems with it that at times it was just completely down. Yeah, but I think also people reported riding it and seeing you know animatronics that were slightly out of time. Yeah, and roll, that kind of quite thing. Quite a lot of rollbacks. Yeah, which is you know it, it sucks when it sucks when that happens, but. These things are so complex, yeah. you can understand why it does. And you see it on rides that have been around for years as well. You know, I think I've spoken before about how the mummy, you often have yeah. those issues and, and other more rides complex, of that ilk. More complex than Crossrail, and yet built before Crossrail. <laughs> Crossrail, what a reference. All, all you've got to do is build a train, guys. Yeah. Not even indeed. build a train. Buy well, a I train. I understand the delay with Crossrail is that it's actually trackless for a good portion <laughs> of the journey from... And then uh, they go into a drop <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you go to East London to West London, and then when you get to Heathrow, you just drop. Yeah, it's mad, but it's very ambitious. <laughs> Unlike any other form of public transport, it's very impressive. It shakes you to make it feel like you're on a train. Yeah. Uh, so there's a bit more information here about how the ride starts. So the the Star Destroyer scene is the load point for the trackless ride vehicles. Are we talking a, a regular Star Destroyer, journey not a fancy Destroyer? What's a fancy Star Destroyer? Um, one of the big ones. Super Star, super star Destroyer? I don't know. They're like bigger. Right. And then you've got that weird... What do you reckon? Like Delta Wing Emperor Palpatine one. was walking around the Empire. So he was like ordering all his ships. And that, do you want to supersize that? Yes. Yeah. Supersize the Star Destroyer. Unlimited supersize. <laughs> anyway. And then I think there's an even bigger one in uh, 7? No, 8. 
Well, in the trailer, there's a new trailer, isn't there, for Nine, which yeah. has a scene where there's like... Thomas the Tank Engine's in that. A stupid number of Star Destroyers going up against a stupid number of X-Wings or whatever. Y-Wings and... Yeah. I don't know. <sighs> anyway, uh, so th- there's also like walkthrough stuff at the start, as you would expect from a big attraction like this. And I think, yeah. you know, there's reasons to be excited even for those sections because, you know... These kinds of big e-ticket attractions have put more and more focus on the actual like pre-ride experiences to get you in the mood for it. Which you know, Avatar is a good example. The Harry Potter stuff is a good example. Galaxy's Edge, uh, sorry, um, Smuggler's Run, I think, is, yes, is another good example. So during the walkthrough scenes, uh, before you actually Again, get on the ride, one of the here, early yeah. examples of that, Tara Terra. Yes, you're not wrong. Throwing it back, uh, so you'll meet Ray, who I I think is prob well, I I think there was some talk. When we, I think we've spoken about the fact that Ray is probably an animatronic as well. But uh, whose but, daughter is she? <laughs> well, Josh, who could say? Um, that's of course uh, one of the things I actually, I mean, have quite liked about seeing people walking around Galaxy's Edge, seeing their you know f- mm. vlogging footage and stuff. Is um, people have said there aren't enough sort of live actors around and cast members are sort of carrying a lot of the weight on that front, but. Um, Fortunately, so Ray seems like uh, she's going down quite well. Yeah, in, in both and, and Ray's just like bowling around, right? Yeah, Ray's just hanging about. Well, there's there's lots there. of like, like, like really cute clips around of her, you know, interacting with kids and stuff, yeah. and which probably just makes their day. Kind of Chewbacca as well, I think. Like she's those a, are the only two I enemy have seen. of the Empire, I guess. And yet she's just bowling around Batu like nobody's business. Yeah, where there is also stormtroopers bowling around like nobody's business. Well, she just needs to be like. I, I'm not a stop. Just get out of here. There doesn't she do that in Force Awakens? She, she, she yeah, tells him to go away. Um, l- release. But then apparently now Kylo Ren's here. I guess. So surely. Look, I don't know, Josh. I don't know. They, as we know, they didn't map out the story of the trilogy ahead of time. So, so They're making it up as they go along. Why they do? They're probably the... doing it in Batu as well. Yeah. Bob Iger and Bob Chapek are like well excited though. Yeah, indeed. Uh, so yeah, you'll meet Ray, you'll meet other Resistance fighters, uh, you'll see Poe Dameron's X-Wing. Uh, so yeah, to be honest with you, I don't want to go into too much detail about it, because I almost don't want to spoil it all for myself. But yeah, it did, sounds did, mad. Have you seen the uh, very cool the cards that you can buy in, I assume, Sainsbury's, the Star Wars cards? Uh, <laughs> no, I thought you were going to talk, I thought this was something you could buy at Galaxy's Edge. No. But no, we, all right, Sainsbury's, sure. Yeah. Um, What's bigger, Sainsbury's Crayford or Batu? This biggest Sainsbury's in the world, Tom. Well, that's why I asked. Yeah. And um, you're more local to it than most, so I thought true. you might know. Um, I guess maybe you have to go to Batu first to get a real sense for oh, yeah. it. With the, with the car park, it's pretty big. It is. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I haven't been to Batu, so I don't know. Yeah, for our US listeners, that Sainsbury's is pretty comparable to a Walmart. Yeah. Actually, it kind of sells. Maybe more, I guess, Walmart, the food section relative to everything else is maybe smaller, whereas in yeah. Sainsbury's, it's maybe the reverse. Yeah. The, think of it in that the way. The food section is The food section is way bigger. Vast, yeah. And it says, okay, it's less space to everything else. Yes. But it has almost everything there's an, else. There's an Argos in there now. There is? Yeah. Anyway, Josh. Star yeah. Wars trading um, cards or. Uh, a former colleague of ours, um, Ian, right, kick, was kicking off on Twitter. Oh, because um, Admiral Akbar had a lower uh, score than Poe Dameron for um, loyalty. 
Oh yeah, that is a that is a strange yeah. That Admiral is a strange Agbar's decision. Whoever does these his, cards, yeah. given his entire life to the court, Admiral Akbar, who was disgracefully killed off screen, yeah. I think in uh, maybe Last Jedi. Mm. M- most disappointing. Poe ignores orders all the time. He certainly does. Admiral Akbar fights. I yeah, like I like I like Poe, but he's a bit of a twat in Last Jedi. Yeah, I like Episode Seven Poe. He's probably yeah, Seven Poe. Seven Poe is cool, and uh, I, I I I'm getting good vibes out of Nine Poe. I'm hoping that at this point, I'm very skeptical about the direction that the, he's meant to be the new Han, right? Well, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm skeptical about the overall direction of the story of Nine. Like, uh, you know, I'm I'm a bit worried about it, but yeah. what I'm hoping at least to get out of it is what I didn't get out of Eight. Which mm. is some fun side stuff. Yes. Because the side stuff in 8 was not good. No. But the, but the side stuff, a lot of the time, I mean, in the, in the classic Star Wars, what a lot of the side stuff's great. In With like Han and Leia in 5 and then in 6, there's like three stories going on at the same time, yeah. basically. So if I can get some good Poe Finn action, which is kind of what I, that's kind of some I of the best stuff of 7. I still don't know what Finn's role is. Um... No, I think he he was dealt a bad hand in eight, and I feel yeah. like he's probably that whole madness with the casino planet. There's probably a lot of ground to make up to make him that interesting. Yeah. But I think there is some. Is Phasma dead I now? Mean, he's a stormtrooper gone rogue. That's a pretty big deal, and then he's sort of yeah, it's been kind of blase about it since it was done in seven. Is is Phasma dead? I, I don't even know what's going Phasma, on. Phasma, Phasma died in in eight. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure she's right. dead, dead. But I waste. guess we can't be what a waste of a character. Certain of anything because it would appear as though um, Palpatine is alive. And yeah, he seemed pretty dead at and, the end of episode six. And then in eight, they made a big deal out of that uh, the woman's character who had the sister or brother or whoever that died. At the oh beginning. yeah. Um, and Rose. Then, yeah, and then... Ugh, waste. Mm. Waste. A lot of waste. Yeah. And in this, you know, climate, we can't be wasting like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, mean, but to be fair, they are recycling a lot of old ideas. So... <laughs> oh! They are environmentally conscious in that Zing. sense. Yeah. Oof. Ouch. There are starving anyway, Josh, people on battle. I feel like I've maybe had enough Star Wars. Oh, okay. I, I, I don't know. I mean, do you want? Do you have anything else to say about Star Wars? Did we talk about the Obi Wan show last week? I think we probably did. Uh, I can't remember. But when yeah, it comes to Star Wars, it, yeah. that's what I'm truly excited yes. for. You and McGregor. I obviously I mentioned the map at the beginning of the section mm. segment. Uh, that a lot of notice a lot of people realizing how far away Star Tours is from. Batu. Do you think they'll offer a shuttle service for total immersion? <laughs> they get a shuttle from Batu to Star Tours to make it feel like you're still in the Star Wars universe and don't have to walk through the Muppets. <laughs> or maybe they'll have like I don't know. The, the, they'll 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 have Kermit walking around but dressed in a robe. Re- like, re- oh yeah, I'm a Jedi. That's redo, a terrible Kermit impression. Redo was, the Muppets yeah. to be uh, set on Batu. Yes. They should redo the Muppets pre-show, so yeah. they're all like trying to get in character. Yeah, uh, yeah, that, that might be that might be quite funny. Anyway, that is enough Star Wars, I think. That is Star Wars uh, for the, you. The other two things they're quite brief. Uh, things I just did want to touch on uh, are uh, Guazi is coming oh, back to Bush Gardens Tampa in 2020. Wee. Uh, they were well underway with stripping most of that down when I was there, 
and they've sort of provided a few updates and there are tons of bold claims they're making i think it's you're going to need to bring it up if you might if you could josh so i can remember the stats that they're throwing around it's sort of um tallest launch coaster in north america possibly it's 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 kind of mad the the claims that they are making but obviously the big thing they're doing with it is that it's uh, no longer going to be a wooden only coaster it's going to be a wooden steel uh, hybrid uh, which sounds cool Yes. So I, I'm looking forward to that coming back. Here we go. So Bush Gardens uh, has laid the first track for its record-breaking coaster. It's as yet unnamed, hence why it's just sort of Guazi 2020 for now. But it's going to be the tallest hybrid coaster in North America at more than 200 feet tall. And uh, yeah, there are so pictures... That is the same height as... Sheikra, isn't it? Sheikra, yeah. yeah. So there are pictures floating around of, of the track. The, the steel sections are purple yeah. by the looks of things and then there is still going to be wood wooden fox elements. news went with the headline purple preview nice yeah i wonder how they came up yeah. with that one that's some excellent gtse alliteration there nice stuff it is very very purple yeah certainly is and then in other big 2020 roller coaster news Six Flags, which is not a theme park chain that we talk about ever really uh, i've been to which one have you been to? Six Flags. It clearly made an impression. <laughs> Six Flags New England? Right. Well, Six, La- Six Flags Great Adventure in New Jersey, New Jersey. will be getting a, the Jersey Devil Coaster, a single rail coaster that will stand 130 feet tall and reach 58 miles per hour on 3,000 feet of track and feature two inversions. Uh, while Six Flags Great America near Chicago and Six Flags over Texas near Dallas will be getting water coasters, uh, which sounds cool. And then you've got at uh, Six Flags Magic Mountain, you're going to get one. Famous for being in the uh, Free Ninjas Magic Mountain film. Yes, we've discussed whether or not that qualifies for the theme park film review series. And I kind of hope not. <laughs> Based on what I've been told about that that film, it's but, a quality film. Uh, Don't at know what you're at that about. part, you're getting West Coast Races, oh, which yeah. they've started construction on. So, um, uh, lots of new coasters coming to Six Flags Parks, uh, which uh, yeah, it's cool. It's worth remembering uh, that there yes. are other parks around Six that are Flags, not Disney. New England is where I went, right? Because I remember um, what's it called now? It's called Superman the Ride. It was originally called Superman Ride of Steel. Mm. Then it got changed to Bizarro, which is when I rode it. Uh, and then it got changed back to Superman <laughs> the Ride. And there's a new there's quite, there's quite a new ride opening there as well, I think. Yeah. Um, and then there's uh, also bonus Six Flags news uh, for their park in... Uh, oh, I'm going to butcher this pronunciation, so I apologise. I'm going to go with Kedia. It's in Saudi Arabia. The park was announced in Riyadh. Uh, sorry, this ride was announced in Riyadh. <laughs> Uh, Riyadh was for, the, for this new park, and it's going to be the fastest roller coaster in the world, uh, fastest, tallest, and longest. Wow! Which is uh, an ambitious claim to make, but uh, yeah, that sounds cool. The park is set to open in 2023. So there we are, another one to add to the list, Josh. Yeah, and I think that's going to do it. Lots of Star Wars and some other. Uh, exciting enough news for roller coaster fans specifically but yes star wars uh is uh, showing so no signs of going away uh, the the film saga may be coming to an end 
in just a few short months. But we're going to have TV, we're going to have theme parks, we're going to have a hotel. Oh. You can live and breathe Star Wars as much as you like until the end of time, quite probably. Yeah. I mean, Disney Plus available in America uh, from November. Mm. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Um, we certainly wouldn't be recording this in a bedroom if we were sponsored by like Disney. Disney. I'd like to think that they'd put us up in a nice air-conditioned studio somewhere. You'd like to, just, yeah, just a studio. Yeah, a studio would be good. Yeah. More consistent, acoustics. Yeah. That'd be great. But anyway, that's going to do it for this week. Thanks very much for listening. Thanks very much to Craig for emailing the show. Yeah, cheers. If you want to email us, and please do, because as I say... We need to get our money's worth out of that jingle. You can do so podcast at parkrush.com and you can also follow us on Instagram at parkrushpodcast. You can find every episode at parkrush.com. You can subscribe on your podcasting app or service of choice if you haven't already. And as we mentioned at the top, a review on iTunes does help us out when it comes to ranking on that particular platform. Although I don't think iTunes is nearly as... It's not as big these days. Nearly as big for podcasts as it know. used to be. I, I, I still but like... Since Spotify adding podcasts, I think, yeah. has probably changed that landscape. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of people use various different podcast apps. We're available on pretty much all of them. Yes, we are. If we're not on yours, let us know. Indeed. But that's going to do it until next week. Thanks very much for listening. Take it easy. Goodbye. Goodbye.